I'm Sam Dingman. And I'm Mac Montandon. And on our new podcast, The Rumor, we're trying to figure out if the Orioles faked a power outage in 1997. The answer involves Baseball Hall of Famer Cal Ripken Jr., Hollywood Hall of Famer Kevin Costner, and a renegade cop who goes by Mad Dog. We're going to try to unravel this mystery before this mystery unravels us. Listen to The Rumor on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sponsored by WinBet. Welcome back, everybody, to episode seven of Clutch Talk, the basketball podcast. Today, I had a re-up, double back with my brother, I'm Delonte. Back. Had to get back on here. Back soon. We'll be back soon. Exactly. Back. Episode four did so good, we had to, we had to get him back. Exactly. Today, uh, we got a special, special episode. We got the awards, but it's a little bit different than the regular NBA awards. It's, uh, I'm explaining to y'all how it goes. So, I picked a retired player, and I named the award after him, and I gave it to a, a current player. Like, for example... Uh, I'm, actually, I'm going to just show y'all. We're just going to just jump right into this one. First one is a Dirk Award. So that's, a.k.a. the best international player. Right now, I got Giannis. Who you got? No no, uh, disagree no, with no, dis- no debate? That's probably going to be the MVP of the league again. Yeah. I, ooh, I don't know. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that one. we get to that one. But, yeah, I got so I got Giannis just because, like, man, he's fourth in the league in scoring and rebounds. Yeah, but he got the best record in the league. Exactly, yeah. He got the be- best record in the league. But I was surprised when I was looking at the international players. They got Luka, Rudy Gobert, Jokic, Giannis. Giannis, indeed. Exactly, no. The, our international players, yeah. they're there. Uh, next award, we got the Shaq Award, which is a.k.a. Rookie of the Year. I gave it to Shaq because Shaq had like 24 points and 17 rebounds his rookie year, which is insane. And made the all-star team his first year. Exactly, which is insane. So I, I had to give that sh- uh, award to Shaq. So... Rookie of the year, which who you got? I got Job Morant. Exactly. I mean, Zion missed like 12, 13 straight games of 20 plus points, but he's only going to probably play 30, 35 games, like 20 games left. And Morant, and he got his team in the A spot right now. So, exactly. Nobody before the season started predicted that Memphis would be in the playoffs. Yeah, I think. Playoff pitcher at all. So, exactly. I think Zion's a great player. He's a smart player, a rebounder. But to the how you said, like, he missed so many games at the beginning of the season. There's only 20 games left. At most, he's going to play 35 games. Like right. you said, that's a 40-game difference. Ja, Ja's played 55 games so far. 20 games is 75. If Zion would have played the whole season and never got hurt, he probably would be rookie of the year. No if, he was pl- if he was playing like this all season, you yeah. would have gave it to him over Ja? If he was playing like this all season and he wasn't hurt, yeah. Because everybody thought they already had Zion penciled in as the rookie of the year, but he got hurt, so we got to give it to John and his team is in the playoff picture, which yeah. nobody didn't think it was going to happen before you, the season started. You think you think this this a little different, but a little different topic. You think the Pelicans going to make it to the playoffs? Uh, 
If I want that's what the fans want. That's what Adam Silver wants. Uh, he want to see LeBron and Zion first round because the Lakers gonna get the, well, most likely will have the first seed, and then the Pelicans will be AC. So that's ratings right there. Zion, LeBron, first round. Adam playoffs. Silver want that. That's what he want. That's what he really wants. He don't want Ja in there. He want Zion. Man, <laughs> the next award we got the Gary Payton Award, which is the best trash talker. <laughs> I got mellow. <laughs> well, Mello. I got Mello because, man, like with them NBA league passes, you can hear what they say on the court. Yeah. Shh, I can't even say some of the stuff that Mello be saying on the court on yeah. here. And then they, and then I'm thinking Mello and Dame on the same team. Those are two elite trash talkers. Yeah, I got, I go with that, but I have uh, Draymond off tops. Draymond, Draymond Green. Russ, Russ talks stuff all the time. I was thinking about Patrick Beverly, too. Patrick Beverly, yeah. When Russ and Pat Bev, or the Rockets and Clippers play tomorrow, so you know they Pat Bev and Russ going to be Getting each into other. it. They've been, they been into it for years for now. For years. Years now. So, yeah, I agree with that. I just add Pat Bev and Russ. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, so, the next award is Michael Jordan Award, which is basically the scoring title. We know Jordan's one of the greatest scorers of all time. I got Giannis. So, I, I would give it to James Harden because he's averaging like 34 points. But the thing is, Giannis is averaging 29 points on 55% shooting from the field mm-hmm. compared to James Harden's 43, compared to Bradley Beal's 45.8, compared to mm-hmm. Trey Young's 43. So that that's why I gave it to Giannis. What do you think? I'm going to have to disagree with you, even though we've been agreeing on the last couple of awards. The only reason why James Harden gets buckets from anywhere, the majority of Giannis' points is inside the paint or it's close true. to the mid-range, but James Harden can score. From three point line, he can go inside. He can score from the free throw line, and that's what being a great scorer is. You gotta be able to score in different places. But Giannis all around. If we said an all around award, then I give it to Giannis. But just scoring, that's what James Harden is known for. So yeah, he I, just he scores at any time. Yeah, so I just give it to him on that aspect. There we go. Moving on to the next award, we got the. The Kende Matumbo Award, which is the paint player defense. No, 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 not today. Who you got? Um, mm. Well, the leader in blocks is Hassan Whiteside. I might also have to throw in uh, AD and JaVale. AD, yeah. Because AD trying to win the defensive player of the year, so he's been playing lights out on the defensive end. But Hassan Whiteside and AD probably be in Gobert, too. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what I got. I have Hassan Whiteside because right now he's leading the league with 3.1 blocks. Rebound. I just think he's kind of lazy. I'm not gonna lie. But even if he don't get any blocks, was well, something that doesn't go on the stat sheet is that he alters a lot of shots. Like when guards or bigs go, they in the see paint, him in there. Yeah. They're not gonna just go straight up and try to score. They try to find different ways to score in the basket because he alters shots. So even though he leads the lead in blocks, but he also does change people's ideas of going in the paint before they see him in there. Yeah, and he revived his career this year. Yeah. Revived his career for real on Portland. Okay, okay. Uh, next award we got, we got the Ron Artest Award, which is the Hustler. I got Josh, uh, Josh Kobe, the dude on the uh, Timberwolves. People that don't know who that is, he, he just said it from hustled. the Timberwolves. He hustled. Yeah. Boy, I was watching the Timberwolves play the other day. Came down court, got a, uh, came down court, got a steal, mm-hmm. loose ball, dove on it, psh, everything. And, I, and you really see that except from like players like... Draymond Green, Pat Bev, and those type of players. Yeah. But he's a hustler. Um, might have to just give it to Pat Bev. Pat Bev. Or maybe my boy Shea from uh, OKC. He hustles a lot, too. So I have to give it to them. But Josh Okoge is cool, too, because he played defense. And I like how he played defense against Harden. Okay, okay. 
Uh, the next award, I got the Wilt Chamberlain Award, which is, a.k.a. the best rebounder. Mm-hmm. Who you got? Mm, I go. I had to go Andre Drummond. That boy get rebounds like he crazy. He gets rebounds. Like, crazy. all the time. 28-20 is nothing for him. So, I had to go Andre Drummond. Yeah, see, so I, I have Hassan Whiteside, be, which is, Hassan Whiteside is number two in the league in blocks right now at 14. Andre Drummond, like how you mentioned, first mm-hmm. with 15. The only reason why I chose Hassan is because... Now that Andre Drummond's on his calves, I don't know how that's gonna work out because he got Tristan to share these boards with, K Love to share these boards with, right. and he just and he just hurt his calf. So I don't know like if he's gonna stay up there, but I just I had to give yeah, that one to Hassan. And he's a, and he's a free agent, so we gotta see. Yeah, I'm, I'm I wonder if he's gonna get picked up because they uh, by Portland again because they got Yusuf Nurkic coming back. Yeah, that, yeah for Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, yeah for Hassan. I don't know. That, I think they probably just use Whiteside as just a rental since let uh, Nurkic get back healthy. Yeah. So he could uh, be back. Because that was their starting center when they had him, but then he got hurt. That gruesome injury he had. And he and the Portland got Hassan's trade value now, too. Right. So that's that's solid. That's why I was saying, like, just probably they had him as a one-year rental. Yeah. Try to trade him, get some pieces back for him. Okay, okay. Uh, next award, <laughs> I got the Ben Simmons Award, which this one's he a little different. He's not he even retired. His own, own award. <laughs> the Ben Simmons got his own award, which is the least improved award. Hmm. Now, now y'all think y'all may think I'm hating on Ben Simmons, but it's not even that. I just feel like you can't be an All Star guard and shoot 33 percent from three. Or the last two years, he didn't even have enough stats. In, when you look on Basketball Reference, he doesn't even have enough stats at three point because he didn't even take he didn't even take enough right. as a guard. You at least got to take him. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then ever since LSU, Ben Simmons has only been a threat downhill. Half court offense, he's not really useful. And that's so, why they put Al Horford on the bench because MB needs to work in the post, and Al Horford is a post player too. But yeah. he's always at the three point line. It's already clogging up the paint. With them and Ben Simmons is not gonna shoot threes like that, so he's just gonna drive and it's clogging up the paint. So that's why they moved Al Horford to the bench. So yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, he he hasn't got any better in my opinion. No, I mean he's gotten a little bit better, but he hasn't got significantly better since LSU, which to me is kind of like, come on, bro, this is you've had years in the league now. He's a good defender, though. I'll give he's him a that. good defender. Good yeah, pastor, good he's defender. a good defender for sure. Yeah. Uh, the next award we got is the Ty Lawson Award, which is which is AKA the Where Are You Award. Just fell off. I got Dion Waiters. Who you got? Sure, I didn't even think about that. Uh, Jr. Might have to go Dion too, but hopefully him or Jr. gets picked up by the Lakers. We could use him. Right yeah, now. I was I, I was thinking either either Dion or J, or Jr. And like how we heard the Dion just had an impressive workout with the Lakers and all that, and I heard Jr. also had a workout. But I just the only problem with Dion is that like he just need to stay off the weed. Right. He can't stay off the weed, and he he's a good hooper. The the uh, last year he he just played last year he had twelve points per game and shot thirty seven percent from three. Yep. That's a great player to add on your bench. Yep. But he don't want to stay off the weed. And another player that nobody probably even thinking about. I have to say Andre Robinson from the Thunder. He haven't played in almost three years now, and nobody nobody doesn't know. Like the media is not talking about it, but Andre Robinson is nowhere to be found. So. I might have to. I might have to switch up my pick now because that's crazy. a defender. That's a great defender. But he. Had, but I'm saying, like you said, where are you? Exactly. Nobody knows where he's at right now. Like after he got hurt, like two, three, two years ago, when the Melo, PG, and Russ played all on OKC, that's when he got hurt, and he ain't played ever since then. So, man, 
The next the next award I got is Tracy McGrady, which is AKA the most improved award. Who you got? Bi. Bi. No question. Honorable mention to be Devontae Graham for the Hornets, but he kind of fell off. Yeah. Know, after All Star break. Yeah. He was having a, he was having great comeback, uh, a great most improved season before the All Star break. After I think he kind of his numbers dipped off dramatically. Yeah. But, but that was just why I said honorable mention. But yeah, yeah Brandon Ingram for sure is going to win that award. Yeah, B.I. totally upped his game in every every stat. Yeah. Next award we got is the Joe Kim No Award, which is AKA the most overrated player. I like the award name. <laughs> Who you got? Who you got for most overrated? You already know. Draymond. Draymond Green. Man. Draymond. I think he's the most overrated player in the league. Next in the league. Yeah. I might, yeah, I don't want to do it to my boy, but I might have to say PG right now, too, because he's not having a good season right now. But he's been in and out the lineup, so I'm just giving the benefit of the doubt. That whole Clippers team's been in and out the lineup. Man, Kawhi with that stupid low management, but let's not even get into that. Let's not even get into that. Okay, okay. The next award we got is that Dennis Rodman, a.k.a. the most underrated player in the league. I got JaVale because, man, JaVale slept on. Think about it. He's seven feet tall with a seven seven six wingspan. He impacts the game on offense and defense. Like how you mentioned, he's altering shots. He's altering shots exactly. Yeah. He's blocking shots. He's, that's an easy lob every time. Just get a little pick and roll. The league is a pick and roll league now. LeBron constantly throws Javale lobs too. So I think Javale might be one of the most underrated players in the league. Oh, underrated centers for sure. Uh, I'm about to go with everybody's choice that they say. We'll go with Drew Holiday because. Two way player, he plays offense, play defense. Yeah, when I was watching the Pelicans and uh Lakers game, he was actually guarding LeBron good when they played each other. So I have to say, him most underrated should be if he wasn't in the West, he'd be an all star in the East, no doubt. Yeah, he's a, that's a that's a big player for the Pelicans right there, right? Next, next, what we got is the Jamal, Crawf- Jamal Crawford Award, slash Lou Will, S- slash Lou Will, the six man <laughs> award, yeah. Who you got? Man, I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I go Lou Will. Lou Will, huh? Yeah. Over and over and over, he always went in that six man. Yeah. But I, see, I had I had Dennis Schroeder from OKC just because I feel like he's he's providing OKC that third score that they need, eighteen points per game, four assists, and besides Shea and Chris, yeah. I mean Stephen Adams, I guess. And my boy Gallo. Exactly. Yeah, I had one point. I had Dennis Schroeder as a. Um, Six man last year, like we, I did like a mid season predictions mm-hmm. on my sports page. I got and I had him as a six man. But go ahead, go ahead, let them know about the sports page. Uh, yeah, y'all follow my sports page on Instagram. It's Taybans T A E B A N D Z dot Nation. That's where I post a lot of stuff. Y'all go follow that. Get on that. That's my brother page for real. Appreciate it. Next, uh, next award we got is the Phil Jackson Award. That's the best coach this season. Who you got? Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel. Ooh. Frank Vogel. Because everybody was giving him, when we first, well, I can't say I'm being biased right now. So when the <laughs> Lakers first hired him, everybody was like, who? And they want, they were upset because they wanted the Lake, they wanted the Lakers to get Ty Lue or Monty Williams. And everybody was like, and they also wanted the Lakers to get Jason Kidd. And then when they hired him as Frank Vogel's assistant, they was like, why would they just not uh, hire Jason Kidd as a coach? coach? Yeah. And Frank Vogel not going to last the whole season, but. The Lakers got the best record in the West, so you got to give it to him. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, Budenholzer might could get it too because the Bucks only lost eight games the whole season, but he already won Coach of the Year last year, so 
They might want to give it to somebody else. I got I got somebody a little different. I love Frank, but I got Eric Spoelstra. Right. Just because nobody expected the Heat to be this good. Mm-mm. Nobody expected Duncan to play like this. None to play like this. Bam, hero. Those are all young players right. that came out of their shell early because of a great coach. Only a great coach could bring a young player out of his shell. But, I think all those players would have eventually got there with yeah. coaching, but I think Eric's would bought it out of them. Spolstra's always been a good coach, though. Yeah. Know? So, I, yeah, I like that pick. Next to where we got, and this is no, this is nothing bad. I, I don't want no bad voodoo towards Zion or nothing like that, but we got the Brandon Roy Award, which is the untapped potential. Because mm-hmm. Brandon Roy has so much potential, sadly due to injuries, but couldn't really fulfill all that. But I got Zion and untapped potential. Who you got? Mm. I'm not going to go with Zion. I might have to go, might have to go with Kuz right now. Kuz? But I just feel like Kuz is in a bad predicament. Because a lot of people, a lot of novice fans will say, B.I. is doing great, and we should have kept him, or the Lakers should have kept him over Kuzma. But you got to realize, Brandon Ingram went from being the, what is the first option or the second option on the team versus Kuzma is the third option on the Lakers. And A.D. and LeBron already gets heck of touches, so it's already exactly. a predicament. You can't expect much from Kuz. Like right now he's averaging 13 points. You can't expect much from Kuz when you got A.D. on the floor. That's what I'm saying, and it's like, if they would, even if they would have switched roles, I think Kuzma would be balling too. It's just like he getting more shots attempts. Brandon Ingram versus Kuzma, like Kuzma probably shoot like nine times, ten times, and Kuzma's not like that. He wants to score every time he touches the ball. So I say Kuzma for right now. Okay, okay, yeah. The reason I got Zion just because like I think one of my favorite traits for Zion is he's a great decision maker. Right. He doesn't force too much. I mean, you know we we saw like all these games he's been playing, he's played fifteen games. He doesn't force anything. Like the other day when he played the Lakers, when he had Kuz on him, that was bully ball. He would bully ball Kuz every, every time. time. I was sick. He was bully balling, bully balling Kuz every time. But every time Dwight Howard guarded him, he was getting stripped in the post. Every single time. Because Dwight Howard, he's a veteran. He knows what to do in there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then Zion didn't go at, didn't keep going at Dwight Howard. But every time Kuz is on him, it was either a lob on his head, post in the post, Barbecue bully ball. Chicken down there. Exactly. So I think that's a being 19 and having that kind of mentality in the NBA. That's great. Yeah, but and he only played and he only played 15 games. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then and then I also have the if nothing works out for Zion, he could at least rebound the ball. Right. He's a great rebounder. Great rebounder. If everything w- fails. Next, uh, okay, hold on, hold on. Before these next two awards, I gotta say something. So everyone thinks that the MVP is the best player. In my eyes, would you agree or no? Yeah, a lot think? of people think the MVP is the best player. Yeah, I don't... But the key word is most valuable. Exactly. I don't think the MVP is necessarily the best player. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going gi- to give y'all the next two awards, but I want y'all to take these very lightly when I say these, okay? So, for the next award, I got the Kobe Bryant Award, which is a.k.a. the best player. Because in my... Because, man, R.I.P. a legend. Because in my opinion... Every um, not every year, but almost the 2000s, Kobe was the best player almost every single year. No it only got one MVP. So if robbed. that's exactly got robbed two times by Steve Nash. He got more. He got robbed more than two times. About maybe he should have five MVPs, which is ridiculous. But so clearly, the best player is not always the MVP. So when I say these, don't freak out. So for the best player, I got LeBron James. I got LeBron James. So hear me out. Let me let me let me tell you something. I'm listening. The man is 35 years old. Right. He's averaging 25.4 points per game, 10 assists, 7.8 rebounds. Mm. 
one of the only other players besides LeBron to have multiple 30-point triple-doubles is Kobe and Larry Bird. That's elite company right there. People don't even talk about that. Exactly. But my, and mind you, he's 35. He's, he's doing this. He's almost averaging a triple-double, not at 26, not at 28, at 35. 17 seasons. On the best, on the best team, in the arguably West. in the league, arguably in the yeah. league. I, I feel like if you're not going to give that the best player in the league, I, like, what, like what, what does it take? You know what I'm saying? What do you think? Who do you think is the best player in the league? I'd just say 1A, 1B. I'd have to say Brown or Giannis or whatever. Whoever feels, whatever feels the way for me that day. But, I mean, it's no disagreeing with what you're saying. I mean, nobody thought well, – I'll make a case for Brown and Giannis, so I'll start with Giannis. Nobody thought with Giannis that he would win back-to-back MVPs if he's going to win, but – no, everybody had somebody else winning MVP this year, no doubt. And he topped off so far what he did last year because the Bucks had the best record in the league. And everybody was talking bad about his performance in the Eastern Conference Finals versus the Raptors when they was up 2-0 and then they didn't win any other games after that. But now they only lost eight games at 52-8. and eight. I don't know if they're going to get 70 wins, but that's a, a lot. That's a lot of wins. And not a lot, not a lot of losses. So I mean, that's I have to give it to him with that. But for Brian, nobody, everybody was saying that, like he said on this thing, wash King. So everybody thought he was going to be a bad nonsense. He's going to be washed up because they didn't, the Lakers didn't make the playoffs last year. Nonsense. And he just proved he's been proving everybody wrong, including me, because I'm not. If you don't know this by now, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but. He won me over so far, so we just have to see what's going on in the playoffs. So I just say one A, one B with Giannis and LeBron, or LeBron and Giannis, whichever one floats your boat. Okay, okay. So an- another point I have is just the fact that LeBron is right now the last ten games he's been shooting thirty seven percent from the three, which is ridiculous. Yeah, he's shooting the most threes in his career right now. Cause I, cause LeBron understands the game. He understands he's getting older. Yeah, I know he can't you just, seen that three pointer from yesterday. That forty feeter. He shot that from El Segundo. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> and then AD and JaVale came to look at the spot. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, so LeBron understands that he's getting older. LeBron understands he can't just keep dunking on everybody right. like he did on Josh Hart. He understands he's 35, so now he's developing this jumper. This this season, LeBron's shooting the most threes he's ever shot his entire career with, with 6.3 a game. Shooting 37% from three, like I mentioned. I, don't, I mean, what downfalls does he have? He's getting assists, getting rebounds, getting buckets. He's winning. I ain't got no argument against that. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the next award, I got the Kareem Award, which is AKA the MVP, the last award. Who you got? I'm gonna go, go ahead. MVP is like what the most like you just said. most valuable player. Yeah, like what the NBA would choose. Hmm. Who you got? I'm gonna have to keep beating his drum. I'm gonna have to say Giannis. Ooh. Oh, reason I have to say this is because, I mean, Chris Middleton's an all-star, don't get me wrong, but if Giannis, if Giannis didn't play the whole season, like if he got hurt, uh, knock on wood, he don't get hurt, but if he got hurt and the Bucks was just Chris Middleton team, they'd probably be an eight or seven seed, no doubt. So, I mean, he's very valuable to the team. He's a two-way player. He passes the ball, rebounds, scores. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why I picked. You okay. Know, I keep sounding like the Giannis train, but the Giannis train, but that's like a broken record, just like Giannis. Giannis, yeah, <laughs> he deserved it though. Yeah. Okay. So for my MVP, I got somebody a little different. I got Luka Doncic. Hmm. 
Now, let me let, let me tell you why, because I know some people are going to get on my line for Go that. Go ahead, speak. So, the man is averaging 28 points per game, 8 assists, and 9 rebounds, shooting 46% from the field. The numbers are there, right? Because, like how we mentioned Steve Nash's 05 season when he robbed Kobe at an MVP, Steve Nash averaged 15 points per game, 11 assists, and 3 rebounds. So, the numbers are clearly there. And that was the year Kobe did all that scoring. Exactly. That was the year that Kobe averaged 35 points per game. And that's when he averaged, like, 50 in one month, like, February or something like that. But, yeah. So, the, so, the, so Luka's numbers are there. In, two, in, in 2011, when Derrick Rose won the MVP, he, he won the youngest player to ever win MVP at 22 years old. Rose's numbers that year was 25 points per game, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 44% from the field. So the numbers are there. So yeah. the Luca's numbers are there. They're better than D Rose's MVP year. The only, the only, I'm sorry, to cut you off. The only reason why we I disagree with you. The reason why D Rose also won the MVP is because the Chicago Bulls was the first seed in the Eastern Conference, and they first had the a better Heat. they had a better record in the Heat, which had the big three. So that's another reason. If Luca was say if Luca was the number two seed in the West, he'd have more steam going up for him to be the MVP. Yeah. So in, in 2011, a lot that year that D Rose won, a lot of people thought that LeBron should have won it. Right. Le, LeBron's numbers were 27 points per game, seven assists, seven rebounds on 51 percent from the field. So his numbers were, LeBron's numbers were all better than D Rose's. Yet D Rose won. Why? I think it's because the NBA loves a storyline. Who 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 doesn't want the youngest MV, youngest MVP ever in D Rose? But now the NBA could have a crazy storyline. 21. Luca just turned 21. February 28th, just turned 21. The NBA could have an international player for the Dallas Mavericks when they just had a great international player with Dirk and could win the MVP at 21. I think that the I think the league's going to give it to him. Off the storyline, off his numbers, unless he gets bounced first round, I don't know they how make, to... They, they um, put their selections in before the playoffs. I mean... I could I don't know I can't, I can't agree with you on that because he had to steamroll over like four people. You have to steam over Giannis, LeBron, AD, and Harden, and Luka missed games. And a lot of people ain't talking about this right now, but Russ, Russell Westbrook should get uh. a lot of consideration <laughs> for MVP right now because James Harden been playing bad. In the month of February, Russell Westbrook averaged thirty four, seven and eight, and his team was seven and one with him. Delonte love Russell Westbrook, but I, I'm just bringing that out there. Like I said, not winning the MVP. I'm just saying in the conversation. That's all I'm saying. And Tatum for the Tatum you, too. You have Tatum in the conversation for MVP. Yeah, not for most improved. I I can see most improved. Nah, Bi gonna win that. I can't give, I can't give that to Tatum. Bi got that. Bi got if that. If I did a top five, it'd be Giannis, LeBron, AD, Harden, and Luca or Russ. That'd be my. Top five right who's that? Who's that fifth? Luca or Russ? Uh, I had to say Luca. I had to say Luca, but Russ is right there. So okay, he'd be six. Okay, well that's a wrap for us, y'all. I appreciate everybody tuning in, and really appreciate it. And yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all go check out my brother Paige, man. I appreciate my brother tuning in. We on here. We everybody live. follow Clutch Talk, man. This is the best podcast in the business, man. Y'all go follow my boy John, man. Yes, Appreciate sir. it for letting me be on the podcast with you. Yes, sir, man. All right, man. Thank you for thank you for listening. We out, man. Clutch talk out. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. 
literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody, helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.